every mountain for my sake shall be leveled. You know, say it if you believe you mean it with all your heart. Say every mountain for my sake shall be leveled. Every hill shall remain plain. Today, my testimony will be restored. Today, my testimony will be resolved. Will be restored. Will be restored. And I will see the glory of God. Once again, let us put our hands together for our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, I believe we have received food for the flesh. And by the grace of God, it is time to receive the precious food for the spirit. Amen? Amen. Yes, the Bible says the happiness. God, today, I believe that word will sow a seed of healing to your life. As we go into the word of God, I know by his grace, it will find a place in your heart in Jesus' name. Amen. Have you ever wondered why you pray and you don't receive answer? Have you ever wondered why you oftentimes ask, but yet you don't receive? Ask the Canaanite woman in the book of Matthew chapter 15. When you take your reading from verse 21, and she will tell you that our failure to give Christ is proper place in our hearts is actually responsible for the crisis. And that is why Jesus said that those who had to come to him to receive must first of all cast aside their garments of their own sufficiency, their self-righteousness. The Bible says they must free themselves from every weight because the human spirit, when free, it is sensitive to the spirit of God. If it is bound or burdened, it loses its sensitivity and therefore becomes useless as an instrument for acting upon the word of God. What do I mean? Human spirit, when free from grudges, from pain of the past, from unforgiveness, it attracts God's attention 
to perform for him. And I believe we are all here to attract Jesus' attention. Now, the Bible says that human spirit, when free from all pains of the past, hurts, offense, it attracts the spirit of God. But when it is bound with unforgiveness, pain of the past, offense, it becomes useless as an instrument to act on the word of God. And that is why Prophet E.B. Joshua, my mentor, gave us that prophetic words and prayer. Holy Spirit. Control. More of your patience. More of your obedience. More of your humility. Because the Bible says we don't have to pray. It is the Holy Spirit that helps us to pray with groans that words cannot express. Let's all say, Oh, Holy Spirit. I want you to open your heart and say, Oh, Holy Spirit. Take more of me. And give me more of you. More of your patience. More of your self-control. More of your calmness. Spirit will use the hands of Prophet E.B. Joshua. To break that chain. That stigma. That Satan has used to connect you to himself. You believe that? Anywhere from now, we will receive that touch from heaven that will change our life forever. Yeah. But you know, it is also important for us to know that Holy Spirit never walks alone. His activity is always in cooperation with you. Are you in need of healing? Deliverance, direction, freedom. Holy Spirit, these are always in cooperation with us. Remember, it is not all up to God. Certainly, it is not all up to us. Takes God's power. God's ability, your genuine willingness. Let someone say genuine willingness. Yeah. God has promised to Jews. For today's message, I'll take the reading from verse 21. It is all about the Canaanite woman. Matthew 15, and let's quickly take that reading from verse 21. Are you there? 
Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from the region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But Jesus answered her not a word. And his disciple came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. Verse 24, then Jesus said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then the woman came again and worshipped him and saying, Lord, help me. Then Jesus said, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. <laughs> and the woman said again, yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. What a faith. Let someone say, what a faith. What a faith. Then verse 28. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. The Bible says, at that time, our daughter was healed. Let us put ourselves in the position of the Canaanite woman just for a few moments. You will all agree with me that she was indeed the embodiment of a free heart. Embodiments, a good example of a free heart. The Bible says that despite our pain, the embarrassment, she finds encouragement in that which is discouraging and draw closer to God. You see, when you look at the road to freedom, the road to a good life, you will see discouragement. You will see embarrassment. You will see impatience. But as Christian, the Bible says, faith finds encouragement in that which is discouraging and draw closer to God. The Bible says, despite the Canaanite woman's pain, the embarrassment she faced, she finds which looks discouraging and she drew closer to Jesus. Just imagine if it were to be people of our generation we will murmur. You know many will say is not a man of God See, ignoring me. I'm crying. I'm telling him my problem but he refused to listen to me. We will complain. We will say a lot of things at that moment, we will be offended. We will be grieved just because the attention was not given to us. But the Bible says opposites was the case 
of the Canaanite woman. You see, those whom Christ has designed to admit to his intimate acquaintance with him, the Bible says he first makes sensible how undeserving Hallelujah. Those whom Christ designs to admit to his intimate acquaintance with him, he first makes undeserving of his grace. They ordinarily are. Just imagine if the woman had run after Jesus without a free heart. Just as we are here today. If the woman had run after Jesus without those instruments of faith, so I've been insensitive to the Spirit of God and begun to see Jesus in a bad light. Just imagine. What do we learn from? This woman. Despite our pain, the Bible says our emotion remains stable. I know we have seen a lot of things today. Small things, little things had, you know, got a lot of people upset. Oh, I'm not being attended to it as it's supposed to be. Why am I sitting here supposed to be in front? Why at the back? I'm number two. I'm not. A lot of things. Just put yourself in the position of the Canaanite woman. Despite the pain, the embarrassment, her emotion was stable. Because she knew that active faith will make those things that are against us to be for us. I don't know the situation that you are going through right now. Are you sick? Are you lost? Are you depressed? Are you lonely or rejected? Active faith, lively faith, will make those things that are against you to be for you. Let someone say, you must speak your faith. Tell your neighbor, you must speak your faith. You must act your faith. To activate God's power. You know, many people speak their faith. It is easy. Oh, no, I have faith. I'm a faith woman. But don't act it. Acting on the word of God brings Jesus onto the scene. And when Jesus is on our scene, who can be against us? Who can be against us? Do you act it?
is the state of your mind? Is your heart free? Search yourself. Is your heart free? Faith is the heart that is not locked off by sin. The Bible says, whatsoever that does not come from faith, whatsoever attitude that does not come from faith is sin. Whatsoever attitude that does not come from faith is what? Is sin. Let someone say the dividends. Of a free heart. Of a free heart. Many today are bound with bitterness. Many today are imprisoned. They are bound with unforgiveness. And as a result, they are insensitive to the spirit of God. Brethren, do not allow your situation to hold you to bondage. Do not allow your heart, your worries, to put you in bondage. Because if you do not put your heart under control, your heart will put you in bondage. A lot of things are going through our hearts. If you do not put your heart under control, it will put you in bondage. Therefore, we must learn to capture our heart for the glory of God, no matter the situation that we may be facing. We must capture your heart for the glory of God. Are you in a state of dullness, living outside the truth, where your light comes from? Saying, when is God going to answer my prayer? I'm a Christian. I'm a worker in the house of God. I pay my tithes regularly. I pray. I fast 60 days, 40 days. The Bible says when we are emotionally controlled, we lose the sense of objectivity. When we are emotionally controlled, we lose the sense of objectivity. And the Bible says that Jesus' objectivity was founded upon our commitment and genuineness of our faith. Jesus will not be tempted today to look at your outward appearance, your round faces, your oblong face. No, he will not be tempted to look at your outward appearance, but the state of your heart. The question is, do you give with a free heart? Ask your neighbor, do you give with a free heart? Do you worship God with a free heart? Do you pray with a free heart? When you pray without a free heart, you only hear yourself. 
Your neighbor hears that you are praying, but God will not hear you. When you pray without a free heart, your words and prayer becomes idle, meaningless, and oftentimes destructive. Prayer is of the heart, not an outward show. And that is why the Bible says in Matthew 5 verse 8, that blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. It is the hearts that attract God in whatever we do. Is your heart free? Ask yourself, is your heart free? This is a question of the heart. It is not too late. Tell your neighbor, I must enjoy the dividends of a free heart. Today, I must enjoy the dividends of a free heart. begin to enjoy the dividends of a free heart when you let go of bitterness. Let go of pain of the past, hurt, offense, grudges. Let it go. And begin to focus on what God has to say about you today, not what someone else think about you or say about you. It is time for us to begin to change the way we think, the way we talk, and the way we act. Finally, brethren, in the midst of your trouble, let the word of God become your role map. In the midst of your pain, your crisis, let the word of God become your road map because God does nothing without his word. He blesses through his word. He heals through his word. He delivers through his word. Because the word of God becomes tool in the hands of the Holy Spirit. You cannot obey the word of God with a panic-striking heart. Have you ever seen someone obeying the word of God when that same heart is troubled? When that same heart is worried? It's impossible. You cannot obey the word of God with a panic-striking heart. This is an opportunity of a lifetime that you have been waiting, looking for, and you are in the presence of God. So begin to set your heart. When your heart is free, you will be able to see the way that is mapped out for you today. Begin to search your heart. Remember, it is not just one-sided affairs. This is your role to play. Ask little David. And he will tell you, when he was faced with Goliath, the Bible says it was his free heart 
that gave him victory even before the battle began. The Bible says the word of God coming out of the believer's lips with faith in their hearts produces an overcoming spirit within them. You know, by meditating on the word of God, we make his word an integral part of our being. So brethren, do not allow the weight of your situation to cause you fear, panic, holding your heart hostage, put behind you. Those pain, offense, unforgiveness, pain of the past, put them behind you. And focus on what God is saying about your situation. The dividends of a free heart are freedom. The dividends of a free heart are freedom. Freedom from guilt, inferiority, condemnation, and fear. You know, faith overcomes fear. If you truly believe that the Lord will do it, then faith will stop praying. You will forget about your trouble because you are here to receive the physical manifestation of what God has done. So you begin to do what? You begin to thank God in your heart for what he has done. Instead of asking. The Bible says this is an expression of an absolute faith in God, that he is working out the answer. This should be our standard as a Christian. Let someone say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for setting me free. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for making the way where there seems to be no way. If you believe that, put your hands together for our Lord Jesus Christ. I believe our heart is settled. Our heart is ready to receive. We have let go of pain of the past. So right now, we are going to be listening to testimonies, life-changing testimonies. From those who were here yesterday and they received that touch from heaven. And today is a testimony entirely. And I believe as you listen to their testimony, continue to meditate the word of God in your heart. Continue to meditate the word of God in your heart. And I pray that that word of God will bring health to your flesh in Jesus' name. Good morning and win today. Glory be to Jesus Christ. Yes, God's word is a seed that comes into our heart and causes our faith to grow. 
And I believe that your faith has been shifted to a new level in Christ Jesus. If it has been shifted to a new level in Christ Jesus, shout Emmanuel. Yes. Glory be to Jesus Christ. Yes, we know that in God's word is everything that we need. Is it healing? It is in his word. Blessing. It is in God's word. Deliverance. It is in God's word. And we believe that today is your day of healing. Today is your day of blessing. Today of your day of deliverance. In Jesus' name. Yes, and the Bible says that we overcome by the word of our testimony and by the blood of the Lamb. And we know that many people who have come to this meeting have received through the word of God and they have come back to share their testimony of what God Almighty has done in their lives. Yes, somebody needs your testimony to get them out of their desperate setback. And right now we're going to listen to some testimonies. And uh, as you do so, be blessed in Jesus' name. So first of all, we are going to watch the screen of our television to see exactly how a wonderful miracle of last week took Just a touch from God's anointed servant, Prophet T.B. Joshua, in the name of Jesus Christ. And people's yokes are destroyed as they fall under the mighty anointing that sets them free. As people receive prayer at the Emmanuel TV Partners meeting in Nigeria, every cry is heard. My nose is paining me, I cannot sit down. While most enjoy the grace of being able to sit down, this woman cannot, due to pain in her anus, and cries out. But after the prayer, she receives her freedom. Thank you, Jesus. I'm free. I'm free. Ah, the pain is gone. Oh, Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you. Ah, yeah, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I can sit down now. I can sit. Ah, I couldn't sit down before. In fact, I've been going to the toilets every time because of the pile and in the emerald I have. Now I'm free. I'm free. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. said, I'm free, thank you Jesus, and that very same woman is here today at the partners meeting to come and share her testimony in the midst of the children of God. So as she comes forward, let us encourage her and put our hands together for Jesus, the master healer. Yes, as God Almighty is doing it in the lives of his people, uh, your time is here, and uh, you are also going to receive your own blessing.